Hello, and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, or the second of this week's uh, shows, I should say, we'll be looking at episode 8 of Talks with Miracle Day, End of the Road. So, uh, there we go. So, how have you been, Paul, since out since we last spoke? Oh, just just so long ago, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, it's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's been a bit of an action, action-packed week for us. Um, we did the last podcast when I got back from my little break, and we're doing this podcast before... Paul goes on his little break. Yes. This morning. <laughs> so, yeah, you see how dedicated we are. So, uh, so as, as we're on a, a, a bit of a, a tight schedule, shall we just crack on with the news? Yes. Shall we? And obviously, um, the first um, news item today, it's today's big day for Edward Russell's Walk for Liz, uh, raising money for the Ealing Primary Care Trust, um, which is the Meadow House Hospice. And as we've already mentioned on this show, he'll be doing um, a walk, a 160-mile walk from Cardiff to London, and that'll be from the Upper Boat Studios in Cardiff down to BBC Television Centre in London. So that kicks off today. Um, so at the moment, they've uh, raised just under £12,000, um, which isn't enough, to be honest. It's not enough. So um, you can find the link to the website um, if you want to make a donation um, from our website, or you can just go to www.justgiving.com forward slash walk for Liz. So please make a donation, um, large or small, doesn't matter, every little bit helps. Yeah, that's the main thing. That's it. Okay, now that was the important bit of the news, now the less important news. Um, the viewing figures for Torchwood End of the Road for those United had an average audience of 3.5 million viewers. Um, again, it was unofficial overnight viewing figures, um, but it was slightly up on the week before, which was uh, which was good. I always do think that it sounds like as if you're hanging around outside a back door at the BBC and someone sticks you a piece of paper. <laughs> I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'll meet someone in an underground car park. They just yeah. stand, stand in the shadows with a Mac and a Trilby. Obviously, I'm looking around for what I can see is that they light up a cigarette in the shadows. <laughs> that's it. That's how I get my news, folks. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't... <laughs> Maybe we should spend more time on the podcast rather than hanging around in car parks, but there you go. <laughs> it's always a disappointment when you only get the Doctor Who news, isn't it? It is, isn't it? <laughs> Torchwood news, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, so that's um, that's not bad actually. Um, yeah, that's, it's been about it's, it's settled down now. Hasn't it has, it? Thank yeah. Um, it effectively, was... whoever's been watching it up till now is going to stick with it now. No one's going to. I'd thought you're not going to drop out of it watching it I'd, now. Yeah, I would have thought got this far. Yeah, a bit like us, really. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the main opposition um, going up against Torchwood that night was a documentary on ITV, uh, which was about nine eleven. Yeah, uh, which had an average audience of five point five million viewers. So I hung around in a car park un- underneath Granada Studios <laughs> up in. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I can imagine there's probably not a. I don't know. Maybe there is a, a big audience for documentaries about nine eleven. I don't know, but I think that's probably a something that people don't really want to remind themselves about too often. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's still, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it obviously resonates more. It's the, obviously it's the. I don't, I don't want to go into so many great details of Doctor Who podcast, but you know, it it um, it's the tenth anniversary. Um, yeah, and obviously for people who, well, basically people in America really, it shocked the whole of America as, as you know, yeah, more than the rest of the world. I mean, the rest of the world was shocked, but it hit America to its core. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be a big, um, sort of big event. For, not event. That's the wrong word. Um. You know, it's it's a, a big day of remembrance, put it that way. So, uh, but there you go, there you go. Let's move on. Let's not 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 uh, not dwell on that. Um, iPlayer news. Um, Let's kill Hitler has topped the August iPlayer requests. Um, this is absolutely um, amazing. Actually, just under one million requests um, for Let's Kill Hitler on the BBC iPlayer service. So that is you know less than five days. It is, yeah, it is, I mean, well, that, that just sort of brilliant. corresponds to the fact that August Bank Holiday, a lot of people couldn't actually watch it on the day when it was transmitted. Mm, that's it. And most of them have caught up 
when they've got home. Yeah. So I think that's absolutely fantastic news. Um, and and again, it just sort of debunks all the tabloid sort of tittle tattle, really, doesn't it? About yeah. you know, this is the end of Doctor Who. All the viewing figures are bad. You know, we said this last week. I'm going to say it again now. People don't watch television like they did in the 1970s. No. Uh, or then that's that's it, really. That is it. Right. Uh, let's have some DVD news, shall we? Now this is a um, a bit of a a bit of another weird one for the UK. Um, it's been announced by BBC Worldwide that um, Invasion of the Dinosaurs and the Android Invasion will be released in North America on January the tenth in two thousand and twelve. Um, but as seems to be the trend these days, there has been no no UK release date uh, announced as of yet. Um, so we're not even getting DVDs first. <laughs> well, we might be. We just don't know. We just, we just don't know. We're just not I... getting any news. What is we... this? It's I know. Just it's, like it's ridiculous. Some, some, you know, official secrets act we has to go through before TV Doctor Who news broadcast. It's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. Have to wait fifty years for it to be declassified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, but the thing is, at the moment, um, there's no real news on. Either sort of either release or with regards to extras or anything like that. Um, now, obviously, the one th- I think that people are um, obviously very very excited about the, the release of Invasion of the Dinosaurs um, because there's been those rumours that were going they were going to add in CGI effects. Yeah. Um, well, this I did actually sort of find out a little bit about this. That is a complete myth. Right. There are no CGI effects. I mean, I think the a they've got to go through the restoration process as well, um, and obviously episode one only exists in a black and white format. Yeah. So uh, there's been no, there's been actually no details recently if they've actually managed to restore that to to colour or not. Um, but let's hope it is. Um, and I, I to be quite honest, I think it's a bit of a a, a dodgy road to go. Then if they keep um, revising old Who stories with updated effects. I know they're doing it with the Day of the Daleks. And I think it's a nice little experiment every now and again, but to do it to every single web, uh, release that comes out, that might have a few ropey special effects. Well, that was its charm, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's what you remember, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, but right. I, yeah. You, you remember the you know the puppet pterodactyl, um, menacing John Pertwee, and and the, and the awful puppet. Tyrannosaurus, and you know that's that's and actually the the version of dinosaurs is a is a bloody good story. Um, it's just that sort of let it down. It let it down at the time because I, I think they were even sort of oh blimey this because I think the special effects company they they hired promised them you know some amazing effects and and they didn't really deliver, did they? Right. But you know, I mean, you also think actually at some point we're going to get. We're probably going to end up getting Blu-ray releases of everything. Oh God! I've got sometime replace, down the line, replace my entire collection again. Again, yeah, yeah. Well, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, um, and you wonder actually at that stage whether the cost of doing effects will have come down enough that they're actually for the Blu-ray stuff they could actually, and also then they'd have the more disc space and whatever. Yeah, and they that's could it. Give you both versions and see what you like. Yeah, I mean that's uh, maybe that's something they they could do, but it's a lot of money putting in CGI effects and yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's that. so. I mean, you know, it's just I mean, it's okay. Costs yeah, it's come down. That's it. I mean, more. it's it's okay putting in a few sort of laser effects, but actually having, having sort of you know breathing and walking dinosaurs. Um, yeah. That's a different ball game altogether, really, isn't it? I mean, it's certainly not in a position where I'd I'd like to, I'd wait another five years to get to see it just to. Just because they're going to change the effects. Yeah, that's it. No, I'd, I'd rather have it now. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and actually, I, I, I must say, talking of Blu-ray, um, I wonder if George Lucas listens to this podcast. I wonder if he does. I'm sure he does. Yeah, if, I'm but, sure he's an avid fan. George, if you're listening, up yours, mate. I, I, have you seen what he's done to Return the Jedi now? No. Uh, sorry, folks, I have to go off topic here. 
Um, it was I saw it. It was a, a clip on um, Ain't It Cool News, and um, basically, you know the bit at the end, Return of the Jedi. Darth Vader looks down at Luke Skywalker being electrocuted by the Emperor, and he looks back at the Emperor. Look, looks back at Luke, back at the Emperor, and he picks him up and chucks him down that. Yeah, like I say, chucks him down the well. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, now George Lucas has added in Darth Vader going no. No, like that, and then picks up the emperor and chucks him, and then chucks him down the well. What is he doing? It doesn't need that. What he likes is the. <laughs> well, obviously, the people should tell him to just stop. <laughs> really, <laughs> George, just stop, please. But I did see an interesting. Um, actually, I can't repeat this tweet. Uh, it was brilliant. It was about George Lucas um, re-looking at How the Duck for right. a Blu-ray release, and basically. I, I can't say the, the opening sentence because we want to keep our clean tag, but basically it was saying, nah, I'm not going to change a, a second of that. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, so up yours, George Lucas. So anyway, should we get back on topic? Yeah. Yeah, good. Excellent. I've had my, I've had my rad. Sorry, I had to say that. Um, anyway, I think we'll end that there. That was... <laughs> yeah, please, gonna... please, let's end it there. <laughs> I was going to say, so... So if you had any any ideas of trying to trying to work with anybody in America or anything any other stage in your life <laughs> to do sci-fi that's my that's my, my career at the Skywalker Ranch over and done with you started off gently with Russell T Davis and have now moved on <laughs> <laughs> oh crikey yeah well no I, 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 I actually no Russell T Davis he he's brought back Doctor Who he he has given the world Torchwood. I'm, I, I know I, I have been sort of slagging him off a bit during the course of Torchwood, but I mean, give the guy some credit. He has written some. <laughs> he has written some bloody good stuff. And yeah. as I say he's brought back Doctor Who. You yeah. know, um, yeah, we wouldn't be here now if it was exactly, there. exactly. So for him, probably yes. So it's all his fault. <laughs> and there was some weird, weird tweets going around, which Stephen Moffat. Um, we will wrap the news up in a minute, but there was some yeah. strange stuff yesterday. Um, Basically, sort of a bit of name calling, which again, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna mention it because we obviously want to keep our clean tag. Um, yeah, some bizarre rant from this individual um, calling uh, sort of Stephen Moffat a four-letter name, which I'm not gonna, not gonna mention here. Where the hell that's come from? Obviously, someone's not enjoying Doctor Who. Um, just don't watch it then. Don't I mean, watch it. Yeah, bugger off. You know, if if that's the sort of fans that um, it's attracting, then you can sort of kindly go away very, very quickly. I mean, I, sure. uh, yeah, I know. Mean, there's there's a there's a point in uh, you know if, if you don't like something, yeah, have a make a critical comment if you like, but don't. Yeah, but a, you can... don't need to resort to abuse. No, that's right. Um, and B, to be honest, it's not gonna change anything anyway so I mean unless you really want him to leave and then if he leaves then who's the natural su- successor at the moment it's well, you know, it's, it's that old age you don't know what you've got till it's gone yeah I mean if we end up somebody else who's not as good and it kills the show so yeah that's it so but I think to corner people like this Stephen Moffat is killing the show with his um, story arcs and, and what not but um, that's utter nonsense. So we we don't need fans like that uh, making comment. We really don't. So bugger off. Anyway, should we should we leave that there? <laughs> I'm gonna bugger off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, now we've we've, we've ranted against um, George Lucas um, and stuck up for Stephen Moffat and to, and also Russell T Davis as well. Despite what I've been saying in the past, um, I think we'll leave that there. That was the news. Right, it is review time, and as promised at the top of the show, we'll be reviewing, or say reviewing, just chatting about, <laughs> Torchwood Miracle Day Episode 8, End of the Road. Yeah. Yes. So, what did you think, Paul? I really liked it. Yes. Um, I well, Put it this way, I I enjoyed it at the time, but the, the, when I watched it again this morning, because we both watched it twice now, haven't we? Yeah. Um. It did sort of again. Not too much happened 
again, yeah. but um, <laughs> it sort of moved the plot along a little bit. Not a great deal. I th- I think yeah. In terms of if you yet yeah, if you look back and you think what what happened, um, Angelo died. Yeah. Jack got shot. Yeah. Esther's sister's gone completely loopy. Yeah, completely gaga. And uh, the CIA uh, back in it, and we're finding out more plots. Yeah. But yeah, that's. That's about it, That's really, That's the isn't summary it? of the show. Yeah. Um, if, if, just if you think back to the end of last week when um, Nana Visitor said, you know, I can take you to the one man who knows how uh, Miracle Day began. Yeah. Well, he didn't really, did he? No. And he, he knows she, the people. <laughs> he knows, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that, that, that would have been the... He said, I've got a friend of yeah, a well, friend. No, no, actually she said he was there at the beginning. Yeah. He knows. He knows what the beginning. Well, yeah. I suppose. I suppose technically he did. Yeah, but it didn't know, know how it began. It wasn't in really terms of. Yeah, but, 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 but so did Jack already. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> wasn't telling him any, any other than the names of the three men. She was. He didn't actually tell him anything new that he didn't already know for actually being there himself. Yeah, I know. It was a bit. Um, yeah, a bit misleading. That I think actually. Um, but now we know that, that sort of Anjo was on this. Uh, this sort of plate which nullified the morphic field yeah. as Jack keeps going on about um, but the, I think the one thing I think the one truly great thing about this week's episode was John Delancey yeah I mean that, well actually what I was going to say actually what you say what made up for the, what made this a great series was just actually all the performances I thought what this this particular episode or yeah yeah sorry I thought it said the whole series but sorry yeah, I probably <laughs> did then actually you did yeah um but the trouble is, they they keep bringing these these great actors like Nana Visitor for um for a start. You yeah. had okay, you had C. Thomas Howell. Okay, he's not known for his acting prowess, but he was quite an interesting character. Um, and they're just sort of dispatched rather a bit too quickly. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. The, the actor you recognise in this, or the most famous person in this, tends to be the equivalent of the red security guard in the original yes. Star Trek. <laughs> they do, don't they? <laughs> They really do. If you if you know, look at someone and say, "Oh, I know, I know who that is that's from so and so from so and so," you think, right? The countdown's on to how quickly they're going to yeah. get killed now. Red shirt. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I just can't. Believe. I hopefully they don't bump off John Delancey because since I mean he came into it um, on Thursday night and he was absolutely brilliant. He got all the just, best lines. Yeah, I was going to say nearly every line wasn't it was just yeah. perfect as well. So the thing is, he I never liked the character of Q. In Next Generation, I just found the character rather, um, just rather annoying, really. Um, yeah. And I, I must admit, I haven't seen John DeLance in anything other than Star Trek. Yeah. I mean, obviously he has appeared in other things, I just haven't seen them. So um, so to see him in, in, in this, he's still got the, it's still, it's still an, an, an arrogant performance, but it was funny and he had all the best lines. And the character's and, supposed to be arrogant. Q is arrogant, and and Shapiro's arrogant. He's the he's top of the tree, isn't he? So, but he was. I mean, there was bits where you actually could see how how he'd got to his position almost. You know? Yeah. Just he knew what was going on and was confident in what his authority, confident in his own abilities as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I say he also brought back a couple of characters uh, that. I think we thought that were sort of long gone. One, as you said, was Esther's sister. Yeah. Um, who's now wants to volunteer to be a category one. Yeah. Um, now, I must admit, when I was watching it this morning, I was sort of flitting in and out of the room. Um, I don't know if you can remind me, did, didn't she volunteer her children to be category ones as yes. well? Yeah, I thought she did. Yeah. Yeah. She says, because uh, Esther says, what about the children? She says, oh, I've put their names down as well. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um. Yeah, as you said, completely loopy. Yeah. Um, and they also brought back Freaking. Yeah. Um, For a brief period. A very brief period, yeah. Um, obviously, he was uh, trying to save his own neck uh, with, yeah. w- with regard to the family and, and come unstuck. The only thing that didn't kind of make you know make sense was the fact, why did he wait until he got in the car to blow himself up? And why didn't they search him? Yeah. Surely they'd have had to have searched him for weapons. Yeah, exactly. Um, when they arrested him. Yeah, 
you found plot hole, plot contrivance. I don't know which way you, you, I, the wire there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you could sort of put that really. Um, I mean, they obviously wanted an excuse to keep them at the house. Of yeah, which that sort of did well. That then gave them an excuse for Jack to be on his own with Angelo. Yeah, because obviously he went back in while they well, was all outside. Yeah, I I actually thought that. Um, yeah, I actually thought that um, Jack was going to go back and tell Angelo, "Oh, your, your, your granddaughter's just been blown up." Yeah. Um, but no, no mention of that. Actually, that was quite a, a nice little scene as well between Jack and Angelo. Yeah. Um, and it was all. I was a bit insensitive to start talking about Yanto to him. I mean. Yeah. So what did you think about the man that replaced you? Yeah, that's it. It was a little bit insensitive, but but I think Much it's just younger than you were. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I think... thought that was good when actually Jack was saying, "Is he still? He's still alive? Is he still young?" Yeah, it was the look on and his face. That yeah. point where he thought he was going to turn around and he was going to see him as he was, and and there's this old man in a coma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was. Um... Yeah, I just thought it was, it was just a nice little, nice little scene, really. Um, yeah. The only bit of that scene that didn't make sense for me is when Jack acting like a complete jackass when all the uh, monitoring equipment started yeah. going off when yeah. Angelo died. I thought you can handle alien technology, but you can't handle a heart monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't didn't sort of <laughs> that 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 bit just seemed out of place. Yeah. Really. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. Um, so now we we know there's some. Obviously, Angelo got his hands on some, which we're presuming to be alien technology. We don't know yet, do we? Well, I mean, Jack says it is, isn't it? Yeah. So. Is it alien technology, or has it been bought f- back from the future, or? Well, they knows? were saying that the thought was there that he he'd as he'd been watching Jack all this time. Yeah. There was that was. That technology, the hub had been built on top of that technology to protect it. Yeah. And when the hub was blown up, whether he uh, rescued stuff, he could have done the hub, which yeah. could also explain how he knew how to use the uh, how they got control of the the contact lenses. That's a very good point, actually. Which was the one thing we couldn't ex- understand is suddenly how did yeah. If they'd salvaged the technology from the hub, yeah, that would probably mean that they had. Obviously, it wasn't Angelo himself who um, gathered that technology from the destroyed hub because he was probably still comatose on his bed. It was only but at least it, in, terms <laughs> yeah. of, in terms of people carrying out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wishes and what? No, just, just imagine this old man creeping around in the rubble now, but <laughs> or being pushed around. <laughs> In his hospital bed, with all those monitors still <laughs> still attached. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now anyway, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so I, actually, I never that never occurred to me. That's a, that's a very very good point. Very good point. Um, but one thing that sort of sort of uh, I don't know, maybe not annoyed me, but just sort of niggled me again this week is how sort of ineffective that Jack and Gwen were. It's gone back to being like the the Rex Matheson show this week. Um, yeah, but to a certain you, you, extent, you've got you've got Gwen just sort of throwing a massive strop, uh, and then being chucked on a plane and deported, and then Jack really, again did nothing this week and ended up being shot. Yeah. Um, and again, it's supposedly like the heroes of the piece that haven't really again haven't really done a lot when it matters. Yeah, I mean, to, to a certain extent, if once the C- when in this episode when the CIA are pretty prominent, Rex is going to take more centre stage. But it's, so, yeah, the whole thing with Rex though, it's it's one minute he's saying, "Oh, I'm no longer a member of the CIA," like he did when um, yeah, when he was doing his, his bit to video camera. Yeah, um, I'm now a member of Torchwood, um, and now sort of last this episode he was going well. I only did that to bring, to, like, to bring Angelo's family out of the open. I've got that. I brought the CIA back into it again, and I'm not a traitor. And well, he's obviously seen that there was an opportunity to flush out freaking, and he's taken it. But on the basis that, well, the CIA are still actually after him. 
It's only because he had the contact lenses he managed to yeah. get. He managed to record that confession. Okay, yeah. it was it was a sting that Rex put together. Um, but come on, Rex, whose side are you actually on now? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's back into his career mode. And oh, most likely, yeah. And this is what still makes the character unlikable. Mm. But then he's always meant to be. That's what I say. I don't think. I don't think he, the thing is you can't can't say. I can't say that either. You can't say that he's, <laughs> he's now against character because his character's always been that. Well, that just shows sort of lack of character development, then, really, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know whether someone would change all the things he's seen and the and the, and the things he's gone through with with Torchwood. You would think he'd have some sort of a bit more of an allegiance towards them. Yeah, but I mean, in the sense that he he hasn't. I mean, the person who, if anything, betrayed them was Esther, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I mean, he hasn't. I mean, other than getting the CIA back involved, he hasn't, in fact, betrayed. I mean, he tried to keep, stop them from getting rid of Gwen, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't want her deported and was saying, no, don't, she's been excellent and we need her. Yeah, he didn't put much of a fight when she did get deported, though. So um... I think he just decided at that stage the writing was on the wall in terms of he'd made up his. He obviously knows. Well, though he sort of he's helped sort of help Jack to escape. Um, yeah. But even then, he took some convincing, didn't he? So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, st- I'm just still not convinced about the the character, or whether he's just going to have this sort of shining moment in the last episode where he's he's sort of redeems himself, or what. I've no idea, but. Obviously, he's a bit um, on edge now because it's it's now known it's it's possible to reverse the effects of yeah. um, Miracle Day, and he said, well, "What's going to happen to me?" Yeah, I mean that was his first fault, wasn't it? Yeah. As soon as one person dies, then obviously he's uh, he, he suddenly feels well. He could be a goner. What's going to happen? Yeah. yeah. As soon as it's as soon as the whole thing's lifted, is he just going to drop down? Yeah. Well, maybe not, because, I mean, Dr. Vera did sort of save his life, didn't, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, I know, but I just yeah. I, I suspect you would he, you just wouldn't know in that situation whether it was, whether he's healed enough to to live without... Without the miracle? Yeah. Yeah. Or not. So... So, I, I don't know, something makes me... Um, moving on, but talking back, back to Gwen again. Something makes me think with Gwen... Um, and I don't know why there's something equal with me that she's not going to make it to the end of the series. I've just got a funny feeling. I've just got a funny feeling. Russell T. Davis, because obviously he's writing the final episode. I've yeah. just got a funny feeling he's going to bump off another Torchwood mainstay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It... it just seems to be going that way for Gwen at the moment. I, I don't know. She's separated from Jack. Yeah. It would definitely be a brave move because there yeah. really isn't to just leave it as effectively the Captain Jack show would be I think a little too one dimensional if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah. I don't know, it's just a obviously I've got nothing to back that up. It's just a funny feeling I've got about it. Really. Huh. It just seems to be the way a a character become less and less effective after she sort of blew up the um, yeah. the hubs in, in Wales. Um, I mean, we don't know. I mean, next week's one could be... I mean, and actually, in some times, in, in why she wouldn't necessarily have just deporting her, whether she wouldn't have just got a new identity and come back again. Yeah, I know. But they seem to have forgotten that bit now, haven't they? She seems to be trying yeah. under the name of Gwen Cooper again. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't so, know. I don't know. It's just... Uh... Now, one thing we did find out about Gwen, obviously, we, we found, actually found out what happened to her dad. <laughs> Yeah, he's still there. <laughs> he's still alive. Well, just, well, just yeah, technically. Yeah, um, yeah. At last, the mention of him—they suddenly remembered him. That's what it is. He's just obviously been down in the basement, and they forgot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Yeah, I just saw. Like, finally, we find out what happens to Gwen's dad. But um... I mean, I suppose actually, if they'd hidden him in the basement, yeah, already, the people that was holding, um them captive might not have realised there was someone hidden in the basement so they probably hadn't got her father 
Um, there, it could be that, but I, I just sort of assumed that they were. Like, but she never asked. But the, but Gwen never asked how her father was. Did she? No, she didn't. I can understand the the, the she, not knowing he was there. But. I thought I, I thought she um I thought she did ask this episode. Oh she, yeah, no, she did. She did this episode. No, I was talking about last. Oh, last week's yeah. When last said, we, we, we've week's got when... we've got your daughter, we've got your your husband, husband and, and your, your mother. mother. There was no question. There was no. She didn't even ask. Have you got? That's my father. Did you? <laughs> well, maybe because he's he's technically dead. There's nothing really to threaten her with, really, on that count, no. is there? So. Um, yeah, so that, the other thing that sort of niggled me as well was when um, Jack, Rex, and Esther were having that conversation on on the plate, yeah, and they nullified their voices. Um, they couldn't have looked any more suspicious. Yeah, um, I mean, there's but, no reason why they all actually should be sitting down in one line. No, zoomed anywhere they put their hands around the plate. I know, I know, they were trying to keep their backs to the guy who was sitting in the corner, yeah. but. Um, when the other ones walked in, they didn't move or anything. No, that's right, but it's not only that. You've he got... reached out and got his phone, which seems to be. Yeah. But you just sort of drop it, drop out and back again. Anyway, it's, it's a minor thing anyway. Was he, just... Wasn't Rex just using his phone to pretend to sort of like scan the Damn. plate or something with a yeah. Motorola yeah. razor, I think? Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, it, it just looked a bit ridiculous, really, because you had all, all, you've got a guy sitting behind them. All three of them are in a line with with their backs to him, and he can't hear a sound coming out of them. Yeah, surely that would have raised his suspicions. It would have raised yes, mine. Why they're, why they're silent? Yeah. Um, there was the other bit actually on that one. It was at the end when um, Jack has already removed the alpha plate, and Rex has stood up. Yeah. When he turns around and says. Whatever. Please help know. me, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why is it? Why is there not? Was he just mouthing that? Because actually, there should have been. They should. The plate thing should have been defunct. Having removed the. I, I don't think. I don't know if Jack had actually removed the plate at that point. Then had he? Yeah, yeah. He put it in. His oh, pocket. put it in his top pocket. That's right. Yeah. So, oh, was he just mouthing that anyway, or was he supposed to be that Rex couldn't hear him say it because he was outside of the field? So if it was the latter, then it was clearly wrong. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, I I must admit I thought that bit was before Jack put the, the plate in his top pocket, but um No, he's already he put it he put the plate in his top pocket while there was all still three of them down yeah. kneeling down in a row. Oh well. And the and guy and point. obviously and obviously the guy in the corner wasn't paying the attention either. No. Yeah. At which point you'd have you'd, the... again, plot hole plot contrivance. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's just, just actually, it's, it's, it's probably actually that they've just filmed bits in different order and then yeah. put it together. It's not made. Actually, I was I was quite interested to li- listening than... to um, Radio Free Scott because we're, we're a week behind and listening to North American, actually quite a few even English podcasts as well because they're all yeah. they're all at, a week ahead on the, on yeah. Torchwood than we are. Um, so we're, we're sort of playing catch up. So we're a week behind on a podcast as well at the moment. Um, and it was something that the, the guys at Radio Free Scaro said well, about the editing. Yeah, it was just all over the place when when Nana Visitor was explaining um, what Angela had been doing about the family and everything. Um, and I'd, I'd never noticed it when I was and and, he, and they were absolutely right. It did jump all over the place. It was like a few yeah. seconds on her, and then back to Jack, then back to her, back to Jack, and back to Gwen, and back to her, and it was. It was a little bit. I didn't notice it at the, at the time, but when I watched, it, I thought, "Yeah, they're right." Actually, it was. It was really choppy, and I think for something like that, you need you need a, a bit more of a, a sort of um, a calmer editing style, don't you? If someone's yeah. sitting there explaining the plot, you want to concentrate on that person explaining the plot, really, don't you? Yeah, and I mean, then, then I mean... cut to reactions when they finish explaining that little bit. You know, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of, I just never noticed it before. I'm, obviously, I'm neither of us are in the the media or have anything to do with film or <laughs> television. Never mate. I never will after insulting George Lucas, uh, yes. Russell, yeah, and uh, <laughs> the Daily Mail, the Mirror. Um, yeah. Didn't we do the Telegraph the other week as well? Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yes. <laughs> no, yes, yeah. I mean, I've I didn't particularly notice that, but then I'm not. 
Yeah, I'm not either. It's just right. so it was pointed out to me, basically. I thought, well, yeah, they're right, actually. And it, 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 it didn't sort of jar. It just looked a bit odd because she was actually couldn't actually finish a sentence without it cutting to someone else, and it went back to her again. It was it was really quite weird to watch it when it's pointed out to you. But uh, anyway, enough of that. Um, obviously, Oswald Danes is back. Yeah. Um, and it looks like he's sort of... Uh, how can I put it? His lifestyles now begin to unravel quite alarmingly, isn't it? Yeah, there were some interesting bits in that. And he was saying um, that he says, I haven't found out about them yet. As if he's trying to play some game as to what's going on. Well, we still don't know who he met in Firecore. No. There, there were three men. I think it was three men, I remember them back, sitting at the end of that desk, and you saw the back, were, were they family? Yeah. Um, yeah, but you, again, as you say, again, we don't know what Oswald knows. Yeah. Um, he's now stolen Judy Kitzinger's uh, iPad. Yeah. Or whatever the hell it was. Um, but again, and now he's also been told about the Category Zeros. Yeah. Um which actually was probably one one of the things in, in the in the whole episode that, that made sense. They've got this method of actually killing the category ones. Yeah. Where if you've got people on death row and you've still got a means of killing them. Then you're gonna use it. You're yeah. gonna use it. Well, I mean what what it suggests is what what's been suggested in the first place that actually the category ones would always gonna just be the the first stage. Yeah. And then suddenly any undesirables, you then start with your convicted killers, yeah, and work your way down through your prejudices. That's it, really. Um, especially if you've got an overpopulation problem, yeah, that you could start making excuses for. Actually, your pre- your um, colour and religion and all that, as yeah, well, probably follow. Well, your prejudice um, comment there just t- takes me back to. Oh, th- actually, my prejudice comment. I thought you were going to say. My no, prejudice. no, no. Your you're comment. You're co- <laughs> you're say what. What, what particularly my prejudice? No, you're you're comment. No, that's pretty word Your comment about prejudice, um, <laughs> it goes back to why Angelo wasn't allowed to have any part of what the families were up to. Yeah, basically because he was gay. Yeah, really. Um, which I suppose for the time that the family got together was the nineteen twenties. That will probably kind of make a little bit of sense because if you were um, gay back then you just had to sort of well, keep a very very low profile didn't you yeah I mean but what you can say is that it was homophobic but not racist yes I didn't know the 1920 were so enlightened um, to that extent anyway which I'm not sure as to if they're going to be putting one thing and placing it on that they might not have been problems the other way, but there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's not just, not uh, my area of speciality. No, mine neither. Let's should we move on from that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we we could talk about all the best intentions, but uh Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's just actually a comment on the fact that they was saying they was obviously quite opinionated into what they was doing. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh yeah, so that's obviously anyway, getting back to the category zero, that's obviously um f- freaked out re- um Rex. Oswald, and yeah. um, and he's sort of shown his true colours now, hasn't he? Well, I mean, to a certain extent, he's, 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 he knows now that he's not going to be safe if he stays where yeah. he is. Yeah. So he's got to run. I think it. Al- yeah, I think it also um, shows that he, he he's not remorseful for what he's done. Really, is he? I think he's trying to prove when the prostitute um, came to his room. Um, he was trying to be, well, yeah, normal, basically. Well, he wanted to go yeah. on a date. Well, whether, he, you know. whether he's actually now trying to see to himself whether, can I do this? Can I now lead a normal life if I need to? Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, show everyone that I'm a changed person and whatever. I mean, the fact is, everybody's nobody's going to treat him like a normal person because... They all know what he's done. Yeah, that's it. Whether he's changed or not, it's it's going to be 
they're going to know what he's done and they're going to tr- expect him to be like he was. Yeah, I, I, this this uh, what, what you're saying there, though, I, I, I can perfectly understand that, but it, it does it goes against this whole following that Oswald's now got. That that yeah, that, that, mean, that that has never made sense to me anyway. I mean, you know. the, the the thing on that was, you know, you were saying, oh, the people love me. And Kitty says, uh, Jilly Kitty says, the yeah. um, television loves you or the media loves you. Yeah. So that's um, what they're trying to say there is actually not necessarily if the media stops loving you, then the people have stopped loving you. Yeah. There's the direct link is the, the people that have been told what to think by the media are liking you at the moment, but yeah, once the media's not telling them that... Then... Yeah, it's, it's what we said the other, of, of a few episodes ago, it's that cult of celebrity thing again, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. perhaps we don't really want to go over that again. No, of course not. Somebody... But no, but it, it still doesn't really... I, I really don't think even if television... If this is to happen in real life, um, not saying that, you know, um, a guy was on death row for murdering a child... Um, it's sort of saved by an act of what they say. Well, they call it an act of God, don't they? If, yeah. if they survive the execution, um, I don't think that the public, despite what the media's attempts, the public would swallow a paedophile child killer um, yeah. as a celebrity. Yeah, really, I really well, don't. I I, I, he was I, the only person who's been he's been he's, he's promising them salvation at the moment. Hmm. But Sorry. would you put oh. your trust in a? Yeah, exactly. It's this whole thing about I don't. I really don't think that the public will put their trust in a, um, in a child killer. Really, I yeah. really don't. Um, I mean, what was more odd about the whole thing after that then was the CIA agent being shot and her reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be off down that corridor. <laughs> you, yeah, again, I don't, I'm not getting the family's interest in Julie Kitson because she hasn't yeah. really done anything of note. She's babysat Oswald Danes. Yeah, and that's about it, really. And actually, the PR successes were all actually him doing stuff off his own back. back. Yeah, nothing to do with her, was it? No, she just happened to be alongside him at the time. It's actually all going wrong. What she yeah. planned. Until he decided that he had to do something for himself. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're why they're picking on her as. I think I think this is my problem with it at the moment. There's just, there's too many characters with their own agendas. Yeah. And none of it's making a lot of sense. And it should be by now. Really, mm. this is episode eight. Things should start to be making a little bit more sense. Um. We've got, okay, now we've got, finally we've got an antagonist in the form of the family. Yeah. Um, but again, we still don't know who they are, where they are. Um, I just think it's just a little bit late in the day to start having these revelations. Uh, really? Uh, I, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm always sort of like flip-flopping when it comes to reviewing torture, because one week I, I, I will, obviously, I, I don't want to go back to this again, one week I will hate it, then the next week I'm... Oh, that was okay. Next week, that's brilliant, and I'm back to disliking it again. And mm. um, and this week, well, I enjoyed it, but there was still a, an awful lot wrong with it. No, I've, I, I liked it all the way through. I think this this particular episode, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they've probably just got to get a character out to Singapore or wherever it was, Hong Kong, whatever. Yeah, Sing- is it Singapore? Or where? Oh, I can't remember. Um, Doctor Who's back. Actually- Doctor Who's back, Matt. I'm losing interest in Torchwood now. <laughs> So, you know, that's, so she's obviously the one that they've chosen to do that. Yeah. As much as anything. So, we'll see, anyway. Unless Gwen's on a plane to Hong Kong and not back to Cardiff, after all. Um, You see her in the next time trailer. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. No, I certainly don't remember that. It could have been in Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> what, when the police arrive to investigate... The category one. Well, they maybe they still have the uh, the British police out there. <laughs> <laughs> and they've they've authenticated a street. As well. Yeah, with, with um, Cardiff police written on the back of their yes. uniforms. Yes. 
it's the touch of home that made the transition in 1997 that much easier. Oh, it was, wasn't it? That's why, um, that's why, that's why Chris Patton was crying when he handed the keys back to the Chinese. <laughs> I'm going to miss that Welsh police presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, enough of the English history lessons there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... um. Yeah, it's for for me. It's 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 not consistent enough. This series, it really hasn't been. No, it's just what we said all along. It's just a yeah. bit too long, really. It is, yeah, far too. And now long. we've got to, we've I mean, we've still got twenty percent of it left. I know, effectively. So you know, and, a and, lot. Ju- and judge- two, still two hours worth of of television left in this. Well, judging by next so, week's trailer, it does look to be rather Welsh centric. Yeah, or they're just the bits that they can they they show. They can, they can actually show absolutely nothing to the plot. Yeah, <laughs> could well be that that lit, that scene you've just seen is the only bit that's ever shown that's that's, that's centered on Wales. It could be. So that's probably like twenty percent of the program we just watched there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just nothing. Oh dear, that's actually as much misleading as anything. Yeah. So. Um, Pretty much in the next time trailer we had, which was Gwen doing that piece to camera, which has never been never been seen. I think, yeah, I think yeah. that obviously was the the little um, insert thing before. Yeah, the, before the, 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 yeah, the, the, yeah, the little character um, sort of videos mm. that released, which I believe were only released in the states, not over here. Yeah. So. Like North, North America, I'm not saying. You can't really take what's they saying the next time. No, nah, you can't, can you? You can't. Uh, but uh, anything that's actually what the where the plot is going to go. Yeah. So, so ah, well, it, it's it's. I'm sticking. I, yeah, we'll stick with it. We, we, there's only two episodes to go, but as I say, I, I liked it. it so I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I've I, I enjoyed it when I was watching it. When I watched it again today, I thought, oh, well, I, I'm beginning to see a few things here that I didn't spot before. Um, yeah. So, oh well. Who knows? Who knows where it's the list is going to lead? I, I could come episode ten. I could go. Or both of us could go. Or you know, that was absolutely fantastic. You know, it all makes sense now. So yeah, yeah. As I say, we are we are just speculating as normal. <laughs> yes. So on a, on a program that everybody's already seen, the next episode. I know. <laughs> I bet everyone's seen episode ten by now as well. Yeah, probably. Actually, there, there was that someone did tweet they have seen episode ten. Yeah, um, and I wish people wouldn't do that. I mean, oh, no, all they did say was I have seen episode ten. They didn't actually say anything about. Well, no, it... no, they they have built it up. There was a comment yeah. that followed that, and it did build up the episode. I just got a feeling I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Um, because North America, we've said this before, and I don't want to keep going over old ground all the time, but North America have loved Torchwood, um, whereas a lot of us Brits haven't. We've been very, very critical of it. So um, who knows? I think that that's probably probably building it up for uh, the, the North American viewers. I, I think it's going to take a lot to convince the viewers in the UK. And at the moment, it's going to take a lot to convince me. It really is. Yeah. I think you may well be confusing viewers in the UK with yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no. Believe me, there is a lot of neg- negativity towards yeah. talk. No, I do know yeah. that. Yeah, um, a lot of neg- negativity. But, I mean, there's, there's been a few bits that I haven't liked, but generally I've actually quite liked this series so, um, mm, so it, far. It's been more miss than hit for me. I mean, the one thing from last week, of course, was that the one thing, one thing that you were worried about last week that it was going to revolve around the relate. This the end of this was going to revolve around Jack and Angelo's relationship. Yeah. Well, they killed that off effectively, didn't yes, they? Yes. Thank God for that. I really did think it was headed in that direction. I really did. So. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm, I'm glad I've been proven wrong. On one of your. <laughs> yes. One of your complaints. And prove me wrong again. Yes. I'll get that humble pie out. I don't know, you just obviously made a family-sized one. I did. I, I'm defrosting it now. It should be it should be thawed out by the time this podcast has finished recording. <laughs> oh crikey! Actually, that actually, I'm gonna have to eat some more humble pie because they also bought back Esther's sister and Freaking. Yeah, yeah, but they still haven't bought back Rex's dad. No. Yeah, because actually the person he called was Vera's brother, wasn't it? 
who we didn't know existed. <laughs> no. Which actually you thought they might have, yeah, they might have done it that it was the phone call to his father. Yeah, which would have made more sense. But then again, his father can't stand the sight of him, so he probably yeah, wouldn't pick so. up the phone, would he? So No, yeah. so you don't know. Or even yeah, if he so. had a phone in that flat. He had a lot of drugs. Yeah. He, he was prepared for a lot of headaches there with painkillers, but... <laughs> That's the one thing Rex hasn't needed painkillers or hasn't been moaning about lack of painkillers. Ooh, about that's three or true. Four episodes. That's true. Had he recovered that much? Well, it appears to have stopped Actually, bleeding since the after. Person who died, since, since the person who was supplying him died, he hasn't needed any. <laughs> so it's obviously yes. just psychological with him. Obviously, a big wuss. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> plot hole or plot contrivance? Typical man gets a little hole in his chest and thinks he's dying. Exactly. <laughs> whereas, whereas Vera was shot and burnt to death and still tried to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasking. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, right, shall we leave it there? I think so. Let's leave it there. Right, so th- this is where we have a little bit of a, um, a break now, don't we? Well, actually, it's not because we'll probably be back next week. We'll be back next week, but we won't be back this weekend with a Doctor Who review. No. Or, or middle of the week, so it's going to be a week's break. Um, we should be back next Sunday. We're not entirely sure what we're going to do, whether we're going to have a whole show devoted to Doctor Who and Torchwood, or do two separate yeah. shows. I think we'll probably go to the two separate ones, I think it's probably... Um, <laughs> A bit too much to expect people to sit through <laughs> us swaffling on about Doctor Who and Torchwood in one sitting. It may be a bit too much to expect me to try and sit through all that as well. Yes, because, um, yeah, you, we'll basically be recording as soon as you, well, more or less like 24 hours after you get back. Less than 24 hours after you get back, really. Well, it's just I'm actually, and I'm not going to have been out of seeing it while I'm away, so. No, that's it. It's usually going to be. Watch it and. And do the podcast, so. Yeah, so. Oh, well, so, um, on that note, we will be back next weekend. <laughs> on that note, people are saying, no, no, don't hurry back. Don't hurry back, don't no. Rush. no. Enjoy yourself. Have, an, have another week away. <laughs> Phil, you go on holiday as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, anyway, on that note, let's end this now. On that note, yep. it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. leave any feedback about the Who's He podcast or about Doctor Who in general, please visit our website, which is www.whos-he.co.uk, or you can follow us on Twitter by searching username who's underscore he underscore podcast. <laughs>